U-R-T-L-E, power T-U-R-T-L-E. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 44 of Games My Mom Found. I am Michael Alberton, and who are the middle-aged mutant ninja turtles with me tonight? That kind of uh, Stefan JD. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool but rude one of Red Fox. I, I've been I've been waiting to use that line for a lot longer. I'm like, don't forget, don't forget. So I remember. Well, we'll <laughs> play it because I feel like garbage now. Well, we're all thirty. We're all in our thirties. That's the funny part. I mean, you mm-hmm. isn't, but the rest of us are. You ever see those Ninja Turtle shirts that say "I'm actually in my thirties," but it's the TMNT logo? I have not. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right, I think I should introduce what wonderful game we're playing tonight. Playing tonight, talking about tonight. Ah, close enough. You could play it tonight. You could beat it while you're listening to this podcast easily. Short enough. We are. We are talking about. TMNT4, Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo. I doesn't really need that number, but it has it. Made by Konami, came out in, looks like, August 1992. Sounds about right. That's that's about, what, the same year that the second Turtles movie came out. Oh, God. Uh, That's quite... I think I... I I haven't seen that movie in so many years that I can't really say if it was good or not. Like, I remember as a kid, I thought it was good. Well, yeah, as a kid, I absolutely loved it because it was much closer to what the cartoon was and a lot more goofy and things. But no, the especially as an adult, the first one holds up a lot more. Okay. I yeah. haven't seen them either in years. <clears throat> I own them, but I haven't seen them in years. So, uh, <laughs> well, right, the, one that's, thing I... that, that's the thing, too, about this, this game. Uh, there's a lot of elements from the second movie in here. I wouldn't say anything from the first one, but from the second one, you see some elements in this game. Yep, that's true. Okay. I actually have a good memory of this game that I do want to share real quick before we get too far. This game actually was a game my mom found. Uh, I actually had got this when I got my Super Nintendo. I can't remember when it was, Christmas, birthday. I don't remember anything. All I remember is I got a Super Nintendo, and my mom had got me my first game, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> and that didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah, I got imagine. I got nowhere, and I remember just being like heartbroken. I'm like, I can't even enjoy this. Like, I can't, I can't play this. And I wanted to maybe a couple days later or something. She had so, and I like turtles at the time, so not knowing anything about about games, she had went and picked up this game, which I was able to play. It had played many, many times over the years, especially with my dad. So nice. uh, it's a lot of a lot of great memories when it comes to this old game. I also have a memory. Mine is not a good memory. Well, actually, <laughs> I should say I have two memories, but the the bad one is that when I was growing up and this came out, I had just an NES. And the kid down the street had a Super Nintendo. And I forget his name. It was like, uh, he looked like Dennis the Menace. And <laughs> I I would go over there and we would play it for five minutes and then he would turn it off. And I'm like, okay. So you almost yeah. beat the game then in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and he, he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm like, well, I'm not. And he'd be like, well, let's go do something else. I'm like, I'm going home. Fuck you. <laughs> I want to play turtle. Yeah. So that that was the bad memory. The good stuff, though, is that this was in the arcade back in the day, and I got to play the shit out of it in the arcade. And the, mm, good memories. I know. I, I feel like I played the arcade version, but it never really mattered to me because I had the Super Nintendo. I mean, I had the Super Nintendo version. I want to say a pretty close to the same game. I don't know if there's too many differences or not. I don't know. I, I don't remember either. Mm-hmm. I didn't do research for that before this before this episode. Me either, but as, <laughs> as far as I remember, I remember these arcade cabinets being at like Chuck E. Cheese's and things like that all over the place. 
Exactly. Yeah, really? All the race. X-Men and... I mean, this is this yeah. is definitely goes down as one of the best beat em ups of the Super Nintendo generation, or just a beat em up in general. Like this is a, I mean, this is one. That's what this game is known is known for when you, come, when you look back at it. I'd say it's it's definitely one of the better Turtles games. Um, as far as like overall beat em ups, I, I have different picks. I, I wouldn't say in as big as a Turtles fan as I am, it's it's definitely not my my favorite beat em up. Okay, it's it's mine. <laughs> that's because it's all the I mean as I was replaying it for the episode all the nostalgia came flooding back to me as I'm playing through this game like it just hit me right right off the bat but the first question I should ask is what turtle did everybody pick I always had to go with my favorite Leonardo even though I know he's not the he's not the most powerful in this game but I, I love I love Leo so I had to go. Mm, surprised you feel that way Mike uh no, I I usually pick Raphael because that's my favorite turtle. But in this game, I'm gonna say that Donatello is probably the best pick, the best one to pick. In a lot of these older turtles beat 'em ups, uh, it always came down to the the turtles that had like the length advantage. So Katana's with Leo and Bo Staff with with Donatello. But even then, I was such a loyalist when it came to Raphael. I, I loved him so much that I always picked his ass. I didn't care how short his reach was. I always picked him. He, he is the mm-hmm. best character in this game. If you're a speedrunner, you want to go with Raphael because he has the most powerful attacks. Okay. Uh, I believe it. I've watched a speedrun of this with two guys playing, and there's a glitch they do in the game to turn Donatello into Raphael. So you have two Raphaels. Like the <laughs> wow. game thinks you have two Raphaels. But, but yeah, that's because I think Donatello is the. Is, I can't remember what special he has, but. Because of his pop, because of his length, he's better than he's one of the better characters. Raphael's considered the best for speedrunning, though. So there's mm-hmm. your fun fact about this old game. <laughs> and they did re-release this game in 2009, which I did play not for the show, but I played before, which is Turtles in Time Reshell. But if I remember correctly, that didn't even have the entire game. Like it was missing some of the ten levels that we get in this game. And I, that's actually one I skipped out on because I, I was so excited for that to come out. I was waiting for it. I was counting down. And then I read the reviews and they're like, oh, this is absolute turtle shit. And I was like, okay, well, I won't play yeah, it. Yeah, it's bad. It's yeah. like, I played it. I, you, I'm you, i pretty sure you can't buy it anymore because licensing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, would you say it's uh, pizza shit? <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Good work. All right. Well, but this, I gotta work on my puns. This is so special <laughs> is that it was two players. I mean, for, when I played it for this for the for the show, I just played a single player by myself. But that was one of the things that was so awesome about this game, and still is awesome about this game, is that it's a two player beat 'em up. You can play with a friend. It's easy to pick up. I mean, the controls are real simple. They're very everyone is very fluid, fast. All the turtles handle great. Like I was playing some other beat 'em ups for the not for the show, but just to kind of just play it. Like I played something called Sonic Flashman for Super Nintendo. And my God, did that make turtles look like a freaking game made by God or something? Because I mean, oh, I mean, that's, you can see what a bad beat em up feels like. It's just, and then compared to this, where this everything is fast, every enemies go down quickly. You start beating them, they're gone, and more foot soldiers are replacing them. And it never feels they never over they don't overstay their welcome. You can kick their asses quickly, and it's it's fun. You could, yeah, it's definitely a smooth game for sure. But you got to think that Konami had a hand in this. Konami was kicking ass back in the 90s with beat-em-ups. I mean, even in 92, they were still doing their thing, and this is just a testament to that. Yeah, they made some really good games. Unfortunately, they don't make games anymore. But <laughs> And stabbed Metal Gear to death. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's true. 
They stabbed a lot of things to death. Castlevania, Metal Gear, and there's a bunch of them. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want to say, well, I do know this game came out way after the cartoon came out, but I do like it that they well, also... I wouldn't say way after, but maybe what? Four, like, years. four years. Four years, yeah. I mean, how long did that cartoon even run? Until the mid-90s, at least. I think it's like seven or eight years. At one point, I tried to go back and rewatch a bunch of the early episodes. Like, yeah, I'm going to go back here. Yeah, I didn't get far. Oh, no, that's hard to watch. And, and oh, again, yeah. Turtles to Death, but I, it's hard to watch that old cartoon. It's tough. It's really tough. They, they had that one that came out in back about 10 years ago. I think it was I think it was 09 when it came out. Uh, that Turtles Forever or whatever that was called. There's uh, also one in, do you think the, the one that came out in 2003 where they have the white eyes? No, I'm not thinking oh, of that about one. The, That's, oh, oh, the next one. Okay. The the Turtles Forever was the mix of pretty much all turtles that came before it. They they made some t- type of appearance in there. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was actually okay. pretty good. I don't think we need to go into detail who all the turtles are because if you're listening to this, you and you you should know. <laughs> <laughs> but we can. Leonardo has katanas. Donatello has a staff. Raphael has size. Michelangelo has nunchucks. As I can see, none of us are Michelangelo fans because he sucks. Oh. We shouldn't. But, He's the party dude. I never liked him <laughs> as a kid, and as an adult, I still don't like him. Never uh, changed. I don't. I don't either. This game actually has a story, sort of. There's not a lot. Well, as beat 'em ups go, they always got those kind of loose stories. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, it all starts off with Shredder kidnapping. Kidnapping? No, he didn't even kidnap Splinter. He kidnapped the Statue of Liberty. Uh, was oh, oh, that's it. what it was. Yeah, I didn't watch. In his big android like bodysuit just picked it up like it wasn't shit and took off flew off well, that it. was krang not shredder but krang, yeah right? well yeah krang yeah super krang is what they call it in that suit pretty <laughs> yeah super krang <laughs> super krang sure <laughs> it's, it's i mean these are i mean these are all you know it's just funny how this stuff from the cartoon that becomes <laughs> later on in the games and everything else wasn't in the comics that this that turtles original from originate from like, it's all just stuff that they mm-hmm. created. I always love that. What do you mean, yeah, in the cartoon? Like, well, yeah, like, the, I mean, a lot of the villains that you have in the, in the cartoon that are now mainstays weren't in the comics. Oh, yeah, like Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. The, I mean, the different the different colored bandanas. and sure. Yeah. Some of the uh, bad guys as well were just simply made to sell more toys. Like, they didn't appear uh-huh. in the TV show or anything. They would just yeah, appear in the uh, game, maybe. Yeah. I bought so many turtle toys. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have so many at home. I they're in my parents' house still. Someday I'll go through them all. <laughs> Our poor parents <laughs> still got uh, the four original turtles in a box, never opened, and I had that since I was a kid. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. I mean, they're I mean, like they're just turtles. Are, I mean, they have always played such a big part. I mean, at least when I was a kid, they they played a big part of me being a kid. As I grew up, I didn't really stay with Turtles. I went on other things. I know with you, Red, you stayed on a lot with Turtles and still love the Turtles. Yeah, I never let go. I mean, there was points where I kind of backed off. and and But there was a part of me, like any time I went to a Target, there was a part of me that is still wanted to go through the toy aisle. And every time I saw like the old three Turtles, like you were talking about or whatever that was, um, whatever year that was. And I saw them in the toy aisle, and I was like, "Holy shit, man! I need that. I gotta, I gotta get something." And I, I didn't watch the show or anything anymore, like the the reboot or whatever it was, but I still had that love for them. Yeah, there's uh, there's actually a store that's like 
less than a quarter of a mile away from me. It's called Collector's Marketplace. And they ha- literally have every single vintage Turtles toy from the 80s mm-hmm. and 90s. Damn. And, like, they even have, like, the little, like, banks and, like, all the little cars and everything. But, of course, it's expensive. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it, back when I was checking uh, that stuff on eBay a couple of years ago, I was trying to catch a, like, a in still mint like in mint in box Raphael it was like 80 plus oh man <laughs> eBay and, yeah. yeah I mean and that's still <laughs> not the most expensive turtle I've bought so <laughs> <laughs> one thing I think yeah. we should kind of dig into this game so I kind of mentioned earlier this game is broken into I think you want to say nine or ten levels and at first it starts off you know because you're, you're going after Shredder uh, Krang and Shredder because they stole Statue of Liberty. But I do like how it found a way to incorporate so many of the villains from the cartoon and the comics into this into this game as bosses. And I thought it's just I, awesome. I, like the first... I have a love-hate relationship with that, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> I, I, I I like it. I have though, but we can talk about it. Um, like the first level is Big Apple, where you fight Baxter Stockman in his fly form. I forgot that he wasn't a fly right away in the comics. Like he's Baxter for I think he's Baxter for a little while. In the comics? Yeah, because he invents well, the mousers. For one, in the comics, he's actually black. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. cartoon, he was a uh, he's a ginger. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, as, as far as I remember in the original Mirage, I don't know if he turned into a fly at all, but he, he was uh, a human for a very long time. Uh-huh. In yeah. the 2003 cartoon, he's not a fly. He ends up, as he fails, he keeps losing body parts, and he becomes more of a robot. Because every mm-hmm. time he fails Shredder, they cut off something. They take an eye. They take a leg. Then eventually, take a whole body. He's just a brain and a tooth because he keeps failing. Two thousand three cartoon uh, is really good and really dark. By the way, it's but it's good. Yeah, I heard it's a lot darker. Oh, oh yeah, it's also much closer to the comics too. Mm. But um, so so Baxter Stockman, he was the first boss. I always remember him as a kid too. And I remember one thing that used to annoy me a lot as a kid. It didn't happen to me as an adult because I just wasn't dumb enough to jump into it. If if you jump into him. And he hits you with the stupid gun he has where he shoots out a hand. He goes, <laughs> or some kind of laugh he does. And it used to irritate me to hell. <laughs> it me so mad. I'm like, don't laugh at me, stupid game. <laughs> the game's mocking you. Yeah, it does. I mean, there, there are times we'll get into. But I mean, I like I like Baxter. I, I want to say I like Baxter in the cartoon, even though I can't really remember him in the cartoon, in the original cartoon. I just remember I had his toy at one point. And I remember this fight has always stood out to me because it's the first the first boss fight of the game. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. trying to piece this together too, and I don't think they really covered in the game what was the motivation for taking a Statue of Liberty to begin with. And then you got these baddies like Baxter just kind of standing guard and trying to stop you from going to get the Statue of Liberty back, I guess. But what was the purpose of taking it? To be evil. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. don't. I honestly don't know. That's a good question. I'm, I don't I'm think, reading I don't Wikipedia. It doesn't even. It doesn't say on here either. I'm just gonna. Anyway, say anyway. so <laughs> put in place to stop you from getting that Statue of Liberty back. But I guess while we're on that topic of Baxter in that first level, um, let's talk about the the scenery a little bit. Like I I enjoyed the scenery. I I didn't really like that there were. You, it looks like you're suspended up in the air on some like catwalk or whatever that is, uh, or like a bridge construction site. Yeah, oh, something like that. Yeah, construction because you see the cones or whatnot. Uh, but I did like the backdrop, backdrop of New York, and that's something like that reminded me of the first movie that I always loved about the first movie, 
and and again about the the nineties in general, just the, that again that gritty nineties kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's probably that. I forget about how that's such a normal thing nowadays. Like the grit, you know, when you look back at the nineties, the gritty ninety, like that's not an uncommon thing to say. Yeah. Or I mean, that's it. for some reason, that's just kind of how things panned out. Whether it was movies, the music, it was just the the, the time, the era. Nineties were a gritty time, huh? <laughs> I Sometimes I forget how long ago that is. Thirty years. Yeah. Like ah, oh, time flies. <laughs> but I do like it as you're as you're walking across. You even have that scene in the first level where Krang is trying to Super Krang is trying to shoot you with I beams. You're jumping over fighting foot soldiers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as as brief as a part as that was, it was a nice touch to the level. Yeah, I feel like they they do nice little turtle things too, where like if you walk over a manhole and you fall in, like they their eyes stay in the air and then follow them afterwards. <laughs> they say something shell shocked or something shell shocked when you die i heard cowabunga yep (laughs) i really for some reason as a kid and still as an adult i really like the second level alley alley cat blues and also i like how every level has like a time stamp like you know as they're traveling through the day at least in in the first half of the game as they're Mm -hmm. trying to stop shredder like i can't i think it's like 9 a.m or (laughs) 2 p.m. or I don't remember. I didn't write that down. Yeah, there's there's this awesome voice. I don't even know why they added it, but it's kind of cool. When you start a level, it just says like the Big Apple, 3 a.m., and then it starts the level. I don't know. I don't know. It's cool. It is cool. I really like the second level. Like when you're when you're running around in the in the in the alley and you're fighting the foot soldiers. I that level to me is something that really stands out too. Is a is a really cool level. It felt more oh. fitting of the turtles than the the previous, the first level. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're on the ground, and then that's what the turtle. I mean, you're you're a turtle. You should be in the street. You shouldn't be in the freaking skyscrapers running around. They're turtles, not eagles. It was it was a more common backdrop that you would see in say a movie or or even the comic. I was also a big fan of. For some reason, I really like Metalhead. That's the boss of the second level. I don't know why, but I like Metalhead. <laughs> I'm probably just like a me, yeah. I Turtle like Metalhead too. Turtle <laughs> Terminator, or like uh, the turtle equivalent equivalent of like a uh, Mecha Godzilla. He's oh, made yeah. by Donatello, I want to say in the comics or the cartoon. I don't remember if he's in the comics or not. It really depends on what continuity you're you're talking about. Oh. Like in the more modern continuity, I want to say it was made by either Donatello or his scientist friend. Okay. It, again, it really matters. Yeah, because they they do change so much with the turtles every time that you switch on to a new cartoon. They've never been the same. Yeah, like I like I've seen the current turtle stuff, and it just threw me off completely. But it's not made for me. It's not. It wasn't. They're not trying to get the thirty-two year old to to watch the new turtles cartoon. They're trying to get the kids to watch. Right, and <laughs> that's and I tried watching the twenty twelve cartoon that came out. The, it's pretty the CGI good. one. And it's actually not bad, but again, it's it's not my era of turtles. And the only thing that can keep me going back to, to turtles and appreciate them for what I knew them as is always buy the the action figures that come out that represent the, that those '90s movies or maybe even the the '80s cartoon, or checking out the more modern comics. Same with Power Rangers. If I want to really get into Power Rangers, like I still do, I gotta continue to read the comics and keep up that way. Yeah, I, I want to say that. All this stuff 
like the the turtles the first turtles movie really uh kind of like straddled that line of being really dark really serious but at the same time lighthearted and funny and i think that the comic books thank god it's comic books uh, <laughs> i just <laughs> crossed my chest no but uh they kept it alive like like I know Power Rangers Shattered Grid came out and that's supposed to be amazing. I know that um Laird and uh what's his name? Kevin. Uh who Yeah, Eastman. They they continued doing runs on Turtles too. So I mean, it came from the comics. I'm not surprised it's still going in the comics. It's a great thing. But it's it's they've always straddled that line like I said and I think even in this game, it could, I mean, some, some parts of it aren't dark, but it's, it's still got that lightheartedness. Yeah. Like, especially one, one part that really shows it when you get to the next level, sewer surfing and you're, as you're, as you're running through on these little, like what surfboards, I think. I mean, I, I, I thought, but one thing that like that's another game where it really starts to show it's, it's, like comedy to it is when you get hit by these big floating red balls with spikes and he goes, my toe, my toe, my toe. I know you were waiting to bring that up. I've been waiting a long time to make that voice. I remember the kid used to piss me off like, hey, stupid turtle. And I remember (laughs) I used to play with my dad. He would always get hit by the damn red things. I'm like, don't get hit by him. He just, I don't know. He just couldn't do it. I'd always hear my toe, my toe. Well, uh, that's they... not the weirdest thing to happen in the in that sewer. I mean, what about those yellow xenomorphs? Yeah, I was just about to say that. There's like literal aliens from from the movie Aliens in the sewer, and they, they had a very <laughs> original in... name. Pizza monsters, what the, their name is in the game. They're in an episode of the 1987s cartoon that I had on VHS that I watched more times than I can remember. But they they're in the cartoon. <laughs> they're little red monsters in the cartoon when they first show up, and then they get into the sewers and they get bigger. Hmm. You think I, it would be alligators? I just can't believe I still remember that. Oh, okay. Uh, and I also remember that in that car- in that episode of the cartoon, I'm just going to rehash my memory because I can. I think somebody April's friend gets a pizza delivered that was by Shredder, puts it in the microwave, and that's when the little monsters come out because it was a trap. Wow, well, well, they were super creative the back then. You didn't ask for. You didn't ask for that. You got anyway in this episode. But I, fun fact. <laughs> oh man, I love turtles. <laughs> I really, I really did as a kid. Uh, but I forgot about like when I was a kid, I never put the, well, I never had seen Alien at the time, but I never put, put two and together. They're freaking aliens in the movie Alien. Like that never, that never clicked to me until I was older. And I'm like, oh, that's a ripoff. Yeah, they did a lot of ripoffs and Turtles, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> it was the gritty think, '90s. You could get away with it. Mm-hmm. I think at one point the Turtles even become Ghostbusters or something. Oh, Don't yeah. remember specifically, but I pretty sure that happened in the modern comics they actually do a crossover with ghostbusters oh man that's awesome (laughs) i'm actually on that right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i shouldn't surprise that i mean that's what happened with all the a lot of our the stuff that we grew up with when we were kids is now being crossed over with with everything else in comics i mean turtles batman turtles power rangers coming out Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be surprised Oh, but when you fight, what do you guys think of the Rat King, the boss in the sewer level? Like, I, he's easy, but... Yeah, he's easy. I, I, never... I mean, I, I always thought he was a cool enemy. He always looked kind of cool. Um, he looked kind of like a, like a sewer mummy, I guess, is the best way to describe him. He has some, like, weird... I don't know what kind of vehicle that is he's, he's sitting on in, in that sewer. I had this toy of that, of that ship. 
Was it looks very familiar. You know, as I was playing it yesterday, I was thinking like, I, I think I might have had a toy like that. Oh yeah, there literally is a toy. It, it, I I know I had it. It was one of my bath toys. I still have it somewhere in that house. I gotta find it. But I there was a toy. Well, I actually <laughs> I like this character, but it's actually a ripoff of Ratcatcher from Batman. <laughs> I don't even know Ooh. who that is. Yeah, uh, Ratcatcher came out in Detective Comics 585 in April of 88. Okay. So it came out before. Otherwise, it'd be vice versa. But yeah, it's a ripoff of a DC character. Again, Perry. What, what was the first year that he came out? Uh, 88. For Ratcatcher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. April, April 1988. Well, it depends. if if uh, I'm pretty sure Rat King was in the original Mirage, and that was in 84. Let's find out. We'll use the handy dandy internet. Oh, that didn't. Okay. 1988 is when he first appeared in Rat Tales King? of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. February 1988. Oh, so he, so Rat King came out two months before Rat Catcher and Batman. Yes. Wow. Take that. <laughs> I don't know what to go say with it, but yeah. He just always seems a really stupid ass character to me. I barely remember him in the cartoons. I know he's in the cartoons. I'm looking at. At screenshots of him from the cartoon, but I don't remember him. But that doesn't mean anything. I've been so many years. But yeah. I mean, that fight was, I liked it, but it wasn't, he was never one of the characters that stood out to me when it came to Turtles. Yeah, he's, he just kind of looks like a bum, really. <laughs> yeah, That's what I always thought he was. The uh, toy back in the day actually had a ran over cat that attached to him as a belt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those toys were those toys were cool, stupid. But oh, I see what you mean. I just pulled up a, a screenshot of it right there. Yeah, you were not kidding. Wow. <laughs> okay. And then it's the it's the, it's the fourth level when this game starts to kind of become more what it is. And I always remember the kid when you see that scene of the four turtles standing in the underground tunnel with the technodrome in the background with the pink. With a pink screen behind it, I was always like, "Oh, you know, we're in for trouble." That that was still cool as an adult when I saw that level. When you start the fourth level, mm-hmm. yeah, I know what you're talking about. I love Technodrome. Let's kick some shell. Let's kick shell. I like I like how Shredder has his uh, TVs lined up like it's from that movie <laughs> uh, Blank Check, where just somebody's it's one image, but it's all these TVs that have to make up the one image of the '90s. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a Disney movie. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But I really like when you get in the technical room. I mean, that was a level that I felt was like really cool. And you have the mouser breaking through the glass and coming after you. I, I like mousers. I know I always like mousers. Yeah, they're cute. They irritate me in this game when I played it as an adult. But as a kid, I thought they were awesome. <laughs> so I like uh, mousers, but they're annoying as shit. Yeah. In most they're games, really cool they are the annoying as shit. In the, in the comics, they are deadly like i when i was at one point i went back and read a bunch of the early mirage comics and they made those things just really fucking deadly they Same were devastating turtles were the, if you watch it yeah they, they yeah. fucked up the turtles in, in the comic in the original mirage comics they do. i think and they're, they're like an issue too right yeah it's very early like those yeah those monsters were created to like kill like mice and rats and things like that and how ironic that splinter this is the biggest rat of them all, and that's where they go attack the turtles in their own lair and kind of flesh them out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't they, like, uh, stonewall them into a tunnel or something, and they're trying to, like, keep them out from getting in? I can't remember exactly. Something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got I got the comic on my shelf, damn it. I should just open it up. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking I mean, I want it and then the the in this level, one thing I'll stress about level, you have you have two different boss fights. The first boss fight you do, which is one that's always stuck with me as a kid as being like one of those really awesome moments and it's <laughs> still awesome. You fight Toka and Razor. I'm saying that right, right? Mm-hmm. Razor. Okay. Razor. Were they in the? They must have been in the comics too. But I always remember them oh, from the, fir- the second actually, Turtles movie. That's where they originated. Was that second oh, Turtles movie? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, then they later appeared in the comics and the cartoons. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I didn't. I sh- I did not remember that because it's been so many years. But I, I really like both of them. I mean, Toka is just Toka. It's a big fat turtle. It's a big snapping turtle. Snapping turtle. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the thing with Toka, though, and I always thought he took a backseat to Slash. Slash was always more to me, and I, I would have liked to see him more often as a like a badass hunter or killer or something like that. Whereas Toka was just a retarded baby. <laughs> You're just talking about the movie. I mean, that's how he's portrayed in other things, too. <laughs> well, as far as like, how he's portrayed in other stuff, I don't know too well, but I, okay. I know for sure in the movie, he was both of them were just. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be a little turtle and a little puppy that they inject with the mutagen to fight the, the turtles because they're using the same mutagen to make them powerful. I mean, that was the whole idea of it, right? Yeah. I, I no, think the, yeah. obviously the route they went was just because they wanted to make it more kid-friendly, even more so than the first one, and that's the route they went. Yeah. I mean, they were good in the movie. I mean, I remember, from what I remember, I remember liking them in the movie, but it's been so long. Well, then again, we were like, like how old when I came out. So I remember watching it when we when we first met. So I would have been in sixth grade. You actually watched it at that point. I feel like we did. Maybe I'm just remembering incorrectly. I mean, I, I thought we did. I remember at some oh. point I watched it and I thought it was cool. Either way, I love the movie. <laughs> so we can move on. It's they're not bad. I just thought that Toka kind of took a backseat to somebody that had the potential to be much cooler as a as a badass turtle and that that was slash we'll mm-hmm. talk about here very soon but cool, like we'll when razor even when you do the boss fight i like it how you know one breathes fire and one breathes ice and i like that they had the animations where if you get burned your turtle's all burnt from the top up being mm-hmm. just a black charred charcoal and then if he gets frozen he's an ice block i, I thought that was yeah. so cool Didn't, i mean i i would save and load when it happened just because but it is still I mean, the sprites, the sprites in this game are look amazing. They obviously took notes from the cartoon and made them try to look as identical as possible. I mean, just the the technodrome itself is a testament to that. Look, look how good that looked in that cutscene. Oh yeah. The outside, I mean, look you know. how look how good April looked. You know what I'm saying? She looked pretty man. good. <laughs> uh, see, I didn't think that when I was a kid when I first played this game. I didn't, well, I didn't see the cutscene because I just, I skipped it because that's what I do. I don't got time to read. <laughs> don't got but, time to read. <laughs> time to podcast. But when you when you fight when you beat Toka and Razor, Razor, whatever the hell his name is, uh, they, I like the fact that they turn in like he turns into a little baby turtle kicking there while while you're finishing the fight, and the other one turns into a puppy. Like I thought that was a really nice little touch. I liked that they did that too, and that was also a callback from that second movie at the end of it. Oh, that's what happened in the movie, isn't they turn them back into babies? Yeah, they eat some stuff that the the doctor actually create or the professor actually creates, and they put them okay. in donuts. They have them eat the donuts. They eat them and they revert back to, to little babies, little well, animal babies. Yeah, they find out that there's the pills in the donuts, and then they have to use fire extinguishers to like shove them down their throats or whatever. 
Because isn't it like, isn't it whatever is in a fire extinguisher, like CO2 or whatever, isn't that what reverts the mutagen or something? I don't know if they went that deep with it, but maybe. <laughs> Hire me. No. <laughs> uh, 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 it's been a long time. Yeah. You should have watched those movies. I don't think they're on streamable anywhere. <clears throat> I don't think anymore. I would definitely watch them. Okay. And then when you get to the... I never... As a kid, I didn't like this fight. I still don't really care for this fight when you fight Shredder. And he first says... When you like, you get... And you see all the TVs with just his face on. He's like, I mean, I'm going to make turtle soup. And I remember as a kid, I'm like, turtle soup? What the hell is he talking about? And come as an adult and find out, oh, that's a real thing. People actually want to eat turtle soup. I never eat yeah. turtle soup. I never yeah, watched that a lot. soup. He said that a lot in the cartoon, too. But yeah, I will kids. never eat turtle soup. Because all I, I could think about would be this game. <laughs> Teenage Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Video game. <laughs> Saving turtles. <laughs> I don't know. I just the idea of turtle soup to me. Like I remember, I remember one time I was at a park and some guy wanted to pull out this giant snapper and he's like, "I'm gonna take him home, and make turtle soup." And I'm thinking to myself, "I'm gonna help you get this turtle," because he was trying to catch anyone to help him. And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm like I was a kid at this time." And then when he said turtle soup, I'm like, "Yeah, you're good. We ain't helping you do nothing." <laughs> like that's, I lost all interest actually... in wanting to help someone kill a turtle. Yeah, I was just about to say that's really dark. I. <laughs> I hope you don't talk to that person anymore. I don't know who he was. He's just some <laughs> random guy at the park, and just a random memory that just happened to pop in just now. So I decided to say uh, That's all. I have no <laughs> idea who it was. Just some random guy. Okay. So when you fight Shredder, like this fight is different because you're not like normally it's always a sprite that's next to you trying to kick your ass. Here he's in the he's in the foreground and he has these two giant claws that are trying to stab you, and, and his little reticle is trying to line up on you and shoot you, and you have to wow. beat up the foot soldiers. No, I was just gonna say that. Go ahead. <laughs> you got to beat up foot soldiers and throw them into them. And I, I always couldn't. As a kid, I thought I had a hard time with this. Like you had to do some kind of special to throw them, which I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. You have to get really close. In, okay. Yeah, and close combat. You gotta, you gotta like stun them first, and then like get get up close, and then and then throw them right. Or I did it a whole bunch <sighs> this time, but I feel like as a kid, it wasn't. I was having a hard time with. It. Yeah, in my experience, I feel like it was just because you would grab. You'd grab a foot soldier if it was really, really close to you, but I could be wrong. It could be a stun. Stun makes sense. Well, what's what's interesting about this too is it. This is Konami's way of of trying to, you know, break the monotony and trying to switch up the boss battle for you, give you something a little different. And it's Shredder it should be something different, right? But at the same time, this is also the first time they gave you a second boss within the same level, like a second set of bosses. The only time. In this whole game that you can fight two bosses in one level. Oh yeah. It was just it was always an odd fight. I just I didn't care for it. I mean it, it's kinda cool, but I don't care for it. It's not one of my favorites. Yeah. Um uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was uh, gonna would... say the shredder fight in the NES version is better, but it's not better. It's just as bad. <laughs> oh, you... oh, we're not even gonna talk. Someday we might do that game of the show if we feel like hating ourselves, but yeah, Mike's gonna hate it. Oh, I already, yeah, I already know. Even that. with save states. Oh, yeah. Come on now, I played this <laughs> with save states. Think I would play anything without save states? You fucking crazy! Uh, <laughs> that's how I play games. I, I, I once had a, I once had a moment where I'm like, I'm gonna beat this game legit. Like I was trying to beat Super Mario World legit. Then I realized, you know, if I just hit this hit this trigger and I save state, this game's a lot. And then I just went to a point where I said, Who am I trying to impress? Myself? Myself don't care. Like, I'm not no pressing shame. nobody, so I stopped playing legit. I just play 
how I play. I enjoy it. And when I put it on my list, I put a little asterisk next to it with an SS for safe states. So <laughs> I justify it to myself. All right. Yeah, at least you're honest yeah, I just I, I wouldn't beat games if I didn't. I'm I'm too busy. I got too much shit going on yeah, even before this podcast. Like I just I couldn't make myself do it. That's why we're, I, I we're adults, man. We, yeah. we don't have all the time in the world anymore. Oh, I do miss sometimes. I miss those days. But and this <laughs> is when the game takes a big twist. This is when you you beat Treader and he's like oh, 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 and he jumps into the TV, which becomes like a time portal. I think either it mm-hmm. sucks you in or you follow in. I don't remember. Uh, I think it sucks you in. Yeah, I think could it be wrong. The end there. Mm-hmm. Which I remember as a kid, I thought that was so cool as a kid. I was like, wow, you're going through time. Like the next level is 65,000 BC. I think where no turtle has gone. Or no, that's way later. And it's, and then it says prehistoric turtle saurus. Yeah, I thought it was we... cool until Dennis the Menace turned off the console. Was it for a five minute mark? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we're going in time. No, we're not. We're going to go outside and play. Was your introduction <laughs> to ADHD, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> I, I didn't think about surprised. that when he first told. But that—that's probably what it was. That makes sense. Yeah, in the early nineties, that wouldn't have been in 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 seriously speaking. That probably wouldn't have been treated either. Mm-hmm. It would have just been like he's hyper. Give him less sugar. So not actually treated the cause. Just kids a menace. Things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I really like this level. I was a kid. I loved dinosaurs, and I still like dinosaurs. But this level, when you have the you have the you have the orange raptors running at you, you have try you have pterodactyls flying, dropping foot soldiers, and dropping rocks. I mean, it's so cool. Everything about this level is cool until the and, boss. And the thing about this too is it's actually not out of whack. It's not out of place because in the comics they actually did some similar things to this. They did. They did. Yeah. Uh, I know they went to space, which I didn't know about until, like, I didn't know the orange Triceratops they, people were actually from until way later. And speaking of, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Triceratons would have been a much better boss on this level than the actual boss we got. Oh, I agree. I didn't even, because tri- I don't think Triceratons are in the cartoon until way later, if I remember nope. correctly. Yeah, I think it's later. I know I had a toy of them. I had an orange tri- Triceratops. I remember that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but. One thing I and we hadn't mentioned yet is depending what difficulty you're playing with this game, you have different enemies you might not see. Like I know if you're playing on one of the hard difficulties, you have different pterodactyls that will fly by here and drop rocks or drop different things. The game will be a little bit different depending on the difficulty. The amount of enemies you see varies. You'll see certain enemies you don't see in other difficulties. I want to say like the rock man, the rock men or whatever the hell they are, they have different weapons than they would have an easier difficulty, for example. Well, there's only two variations as far as I remember, right? The ones that just simply charge and then the ones with the actual guns. Yeah, but they have different... There's some guns they only have if you're playing on a higher difficulty. Okay. There's like an electric gun that like shocks you. There's just certain things you won't see if you're not playing this on normal or hard. Hmm. That easy doesn't have. I played yeah, this game a, a lot when I was younger. That's a common, common trope, actually, in video games at this time. I know X-Men on Sega Genesis, if you and Punisher on Sega Genesis... If you play them on easy, then you will never get to see the last level. You have to play it on normal or higher. Shitty. Well, I, I think that was actually not that bad of a move on their end, though. I mean, it, it gave you some more incentive to play the game again, just, you know, to not be a, a girl and play on easy. You know, stuff like that. So. <laughs> Before the save states. Yeah. <laughs> but it gave you a reason story. to keep going back. About two years ago, I think it was two years ago at this point, me and Red were sitting down and we went, we decided we were going to play through this. 
and we were playing on normal and we were playing without safety we were playing well not completely legit but we were playing with controllers we we're trying to play legit and we both got our asses beat to slash and end up having a game over oh uh, <laughs> yes this is a true story we were yeah having a hard time and slash that fight i really do when i was a kid i hated that fight i still don't like that fight but uh it, which one slash again Slash is the cool, awesome-looking turtle with the curved knife that makes no sense. That That's jumps right. back and forth, and if you don't hit him when he when you, if you hit him in the front, he blocks everything you do. You have to get him while he's jumping. If you hit him, like I got him into a cycle where I just kept hitting the back every single time, and I just just kept hurting him until he died, and it went and really quick. You know, he has a very hard, spiky shell. His back is his weak point, which makes it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this he was, was such a, a cool turtle. I I mm-hmm. wish in every form of their continuity, every time they reboot or whatever they do, they never make Slash enough of a focus. Uh, he he seems like he's a, he's got such a cool character design in most cases, and he could just be such a deadly, murderous turtle, and they just never go that route with him. They skip him a lot, and I don't get why. They just don't properly utilize him. I mean, the closest I've seen is is more recent times with the more modern comics, IDW. Um, they seemingly do a decent job with him, but even then, I, I could see so much more potential with him. Yeah, I agree. And I I just never liked this fight. Like This fight always felt very unfair to me. <clears throat> even as a kid, as an adult, it's just, it just it feels like the most unfair boss fight in this game. Mm-hmm. I'd agree to that. I suppose. I, I feel like it kind of ramps the difficulty up a little bit more so than the, all, all the other bosses feel like garbage compared to Slash. Yeah, Slash kind of gives you the first real challenge, you know. That blocking yeah. mechanic that he has. That's is it. Ridiculous. Yep. No other boss blocks until that point. I don't even <clears> really <throat> like when you go to the next level, which is skull and crossbones, which is on a ship. Hold, is... hold on, before we do continue yes. on the skull and crossbones, why in the hell? And I, I needed to ask this: Why in the hell are these enemies traveling through time with you? Because I doubt Slash <laughs> is like hang out in prehistoric age, just beaten off. So why did this happen? <laughs> Uh, the, re- the way I took it was you're chasing after Shredder and <clears throat> he's just going to places where the foot soldiers are jumping in and trying to like slow you down. That's the only thing I could think of. Well, good yeah. thing they're robots because that is some dedication. Yeah. <laughs> and they are robots in this, I want to say. Because they, they blow are. up well, when you hit them. They're the same. They got the same, practically the same design as the cartoon ones, which were also robots. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, back then you couldn't kill anything unless it was a robot. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, and they're using deadly, deadly weapons on them, and that's one reason they made foot soldiers, you know, robots in the cartoon to begin with, is because of the deadly weapons that the turtles were using. It was an excuse to use them. Yeah, I think in, where was it, like Britain or something, they were called Teenage <clears throat> Hero Turtles because Ninja was too violent. <laughs> yeah, they switched out Ninja for Hero. That yeah, was in Britain. Britain, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, and they yeah they banned nunchucks like they they like in the movie in the ninety the, the first movie, nineteen ninety one when they brought that to Britain they cut out majority of the scenes or pretty much any notion of Michelangelo using his nunchuck. So odd. Yeah, yeah nunchucks are with his katanas are good to go. Nunchucks are the least violent weapon of the four. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe it's not a tello, but second, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't, like I don't see nunchuck. Well, I mean, size are like a gardening tool. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> I think, well, size are like one of those weapons that are never really talked, like, not a lot of characters ever have size. Like, seeing Raphael have size, I remember being kind of like, oh, you know, that's that's cool, because that's an underused weapon. Maybe it's just me well, not being exposed that to certain things. None of us really were until Raphael used them. I mean, those were a very underutilized weaponry at that time. I mean, who else was using it? It wasn't until Molina and Mortal Kombat, you know? But yeah. Raphael predates her. I mean, who else made it? I mean, what? Uh, what's her name from Marvel? Uh, Electra. Electra. Electra was using them. You know, so I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Other, than, other than that, who was really using science? And I didn't know who Electra was to way later in life. So. But Raphael made them badass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at one point, my mom, after wa- re-watching Ninja Turtles, it was probably late 90s, early 2000s, she actually went out and bought a real pair of nunchucks. She's like, I'm going to learn nunchucks and defend myself and carry these with me all the time. Yeah, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> April have, like, nunchucks or something? <laughs> yeah, I think she, like, fakes pretends like she was using them for, to, like, because the turtles are hiding from Kino, that weird character in TMN2. Weird here. <laughs> TMNT too. I have, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like <laughs> he was the pizza guy. Protagonist. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. The really like spooky voice. I think he was yeah. in other. I think I feel like he was in other. I saw him in some other movie at one point, but I can't remember. I, uh, he actually played I in think... uh, the the not the rundown was it one of the rock movies? He okay. was much older, obviously, and he's bald. Oh he wow! The guy's actually know. a badass martial artist for sure. Yeah, I think I think what you're thinking of, Mike, though, is Surf Ninjas. He was in that too, I think. I wasn't thinking oh, of Surf Ninjas, that's for sure. But <laughs> all right. In the next especially a little bit ago, the next level you go to is a pirate theme level, which fits. I mean, you know, I don't remember you know, you know, I don't remember what year it says, but it's called Skull and Crossbones. And I really like the music in this level. Yes, for everyone listening, I actually had music playing fully for this game because it's turtles and I have to have music for this game. This is classic childhood for me oh the mm-hmm. music was great it was way over the top and it worked i i love this level too like I, I have never disliked this level even though you have the stupid board that can smack you in the face and you have i think this is one of the levels that introduces the idiots that will come off on the screen shoot an arrow and then run and disappear yeah. for no reason that did, that did introduce them yep <laughs> yeah i like how shredder just has different types of foot clan members like oh these are the nunchuck guys like and these all, guys can shoot arrows. And they all got their special card. Like, oh, what color? You're blue? Get that get that man a katana. What? You're orange? Get that man a chain and sickle. Like they all had their own weapon. Yeah. And so some of the blue guys had axes too, but I just I I loved that when I was a kid. I, I still love that. <laughs> it's so goofy. <laughs> so, and then the, when you fight the boss for this level is Bebop and Rocksteady in like a pirate outfit, which I also thought was super cool. Oh yeah. As dumpy as that is, it's fitting, and, and I loved it. It's still a good fight. Like it, it, it's it's still fun to fight them. It doesn't feel too crazy. I mean, they kind of can gang up on you, but I I really liked it. Uh, well, I was just about to say that. Didn't it kind of feel cheap though when they would gang up on you? Like you just there's just no way out of it. I jumped. Sure, but they they did have that. Yeah, me too. But they that one mechanic if they kind of faced each other, and then uh, Bebop wraps his whip around. Rocksteady's sword, then they get stuck for a minute, then you get some free shots in there. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I don't even remember seeing that. Weird. I've seen it before, yeah. but not not in this playthrough. Yep. 
I saw it a few times in this playthrough, so it's it's very possible. I you know I'm sure a lot of people went through it without actually seeing it, but it, it's possible. Apparently, one of us yeah. on the two of us in the show. <laughs> well, at least they thought it's something. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> and I was glad they found a way to put Bebop and Rocksteady in this game because I've always been a big fan of them. Since that was also another one of the episodes I had on my VHS, VHS tape back as a kid was when they get turned into Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. And then you go on to, for some reason, I don't know why, but even nowadays, this is still my favorite level of the game. Bury my shell at Wounded Knee. And you're uh, on a train. I love this level. I love the music. I mean, historically, that's kind of a bad name, but it's yeah. a good level. <laughs> it's 92, so they weren't they weren't concerned, but I know what you mean. I think about yeah. that, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I really love that level. I just love the music, which I can't think about how to voice it, even though I want to. I love, I like how you have, you have some of the foot soldiers that are like wearing a coat, like they're acting like they're in a coat rack, and they throw the hat and come after you. You have them riding on horses, jumping on the train with the music playing all loud, and oh, I just, I just, I don't. This level has always been cool to me, and still super cool. I'm not the only. Yeah, it's a good level. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that's like, this is great. Best <laughs> thing okay, sliced yeah, bread. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm sure I could pick <laughs> other levels. That would be more of a favorite level for me. But no, it was it was okay. Um, Leatherhead, I thought, <laughs> was a step down. Not not character oh. design wise, so to say, but difficulty wise, he he was just so easy. Like you can go through that whole fight mm-hmm. and not get smacked once. Like you can go from throws... Bebop and Rocksteady to that. He throws lobsters. Yeah. At. Come on, now. is that lobsters or is that <laughs> shrimp on the Barbie? I think it's full. I've always thought he's Australian, isn't he? Correct. <laughs> I forgot about that too. I feel, I always thought they were lobsters as a kid. I still think they're lobsters, just because I'm just gonna go with that. But shrimp on the barbie is, is funny. But I, I, I like that fight. He throws daggers at you and he crawls back and forth. I know it's easy, but he's just he's one of those characters that I always really like. Leatherhead. Mm-hmm. Was oh, he wow. in the comics or was he made like a toy? Like oh, he was he's, just a. He's in comics too. He's oh, okay. Oh. okay. Since we're brought Leatherhead, there. I wish I could find these again, or and I know it's just my brain remembering. When I was a kid, I went to a dollar store, <laughs> and I found these four trade paperbacks, which I didn't know were trade, but they were like small trades for a dollar. And for one of, and I all I remember is I remember one of them was like a galactic fight that had Bezelbub, I think is the guy's name, the bat guy with a little friend. Okay, Le- um, Leatherhead and somebody and some other characters that were fighting this intergalactic wrestling ring. And for some, and I, I actually went back as an adult and went and tracked down these comics. They're called the TMNT Adventures. Oh my god, they're fucking terrible. Fucking awful comics. comics. Yes. Yeah. I was not, I was like, nope, can't read this anymore. I'm not 10. Oh, but as a 10-year-old, <laughs> I thought those were, and I remember at one point when I was older, not, not, not an adult, but like probably 16, 17, I went and found them again in my house. I remember I sat down and read them all again. I thought they were still so cool. And then as an adult in my in my late 20s, I went and tried to track down a bunch of the original run and I was not I was not happy. The coolest thing to come out of the RC comics for me was the Mutanimals, but particularly uh, Mondo Gecko. I always thought he was cool as shit. I don't even know who that is. He's the gecko that wears like a yellow shirt, backwards hat, skateboards. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I... I don't know why I always like that guy from the RC comics. Huh. Mondo Gecko. <laughs> I had that figure. Yeah. So did I, and that's probably another reason I like him. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, uh, it made so many figures. Guy. 
And they brought him back for the IDW comics too. Oh, that's cool. nice. So uh, I need to start reading those. I mean, they're probably still pretty good, right? Because I mean, they're written by Eastman still or something. Yeah, Eastman is still heavily involved. That's awesome. I don't know if they were, I say they were still good, but I mean, I have I know the first appearance of Bebop and Rocksteady is in is in there is in that run. Then you well, I mean uh, they. They were they were a Fred Wolf. They were the cartoon. They originated in the cartoon. Oh, okay. And then they then okay. I have the first. You comic see the appearance. the Adventures comics were based off the cartoon. That's when they started using the colored bandanas and yeah. and all that. Which everyone knows mm-hmm. more now. I feel like when I tried to reread, I had a really tough time. Like I the art and every panels of the old comics just well, I was very upset. If I'm being honest here, even some of the Mirage stuff is hard to read. Um, I mean, unless you're talking about like. Anything dealing with Shredder, that's always a good read. But anything outside mm-hmm. of that is usually kind of hard to read. Just the, the even, especially the early, well, mid 80s kind of stuff. Like the, the voices don't really match up with the turtles. Like their personalities don't match up to what we know now. It, it was much different. Yeah, it doesn't have the same effect. I mean, Raphael was, I'm pretty sure it was on drinking beer in an intergalactic bar. Pretty sure you're right. <laughs> with, C3, with C3PO too. Is in, is in there too. Is he in that scene, scene talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I there's a bunch of characters. If you look back at that scene as an adult, in that in that when the in the old Mirage comic, you can see a bunch of different characters that are from other things that should not be in there, but they're able to sneak them by. <laughs> cameos. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say these are cameo. These are more like called stolen. But hey, you know, stolen cameo. Yeah, yeah. Word for that, my friends. (laughs) All right, and then you have a really like I I don't like this level. You have what's called Neon Night Riders. I like the way he says it, but I don't like the level. You're on those little Uh, like cool skateboards in the future, and you're just skating around hitting foot soldiers. I mean, what's the thing that Krang is in? What's that machine called? It's called Super Krang. Is it really? It's this exo bodysuit, but yeah, when I looked it up, it's the boss fight. It's called Super Crank. Uh, I think this suit has an actual name, but uh, I enjoyed this level just because you get to see him flying in the background before you fight him. I thought that was yes. pretty neat, and it reminded me of F Zero a little bit, just being on the little tracks there with the foot soldiers. It yeah, did, uh, it also reminded me of, in a way, like a like a Rainbow Road kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. It's just called the Android suit. Is all I got. Okay, I'm that's, weird. that's what I know it as. More of an android suit. Right, exactly. uh, <laughs> he's basically a big uh, what? What would you say? Like a big baby? <laughs> like a big? He's in a diaper, isn't he? Like <laughs> big baby in wrestling trunks. Yeah. <laughs> with Craig is inside him, which I always thought was weird that too, and sounded disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> He sits inside the stomach of the android behind a little glass screen controlling the android, which looks like a big, fat, bald, naked man. almost. Right. It was a weird design choice. It worked, I guess, for the time, but it it was definitely a weird-ass design choice. Like, in in IDW, they kind of, they make up for it. They make it kind of more badass looking, more so like it's ready for war. But yeah, that original one was was a weird-ass design. Which makes sense, (laughs) because Krang is from an alien planet or a different dimensional planet that all about war and stuff. If I remember correctly, I'm not wrong. Am I? I don't I know. Well, his, I don't his race, his race were conquerors, especially more in IDW. They were they were straight up conquerors. 
Okay. I know even in the old, maybe not the cartoon, but in the stupid comic thing that I was talking about, the, the adventures that I also had posted one of the images from that people can't see who are listening to this, um, that they, they were conquerors in that. I remember reading that, and that always stuck with me as a kid. Okay. So, but I, I wasn't, apparently, I can't, I can't remember enough because it's been so long. I just remember yeah. that. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the last time I was like heavily invested in Ninja Turtles. It was probably when I was five years old. <laughs> yeah, it's been a very long time. But I, I always, mm-hmm. I never. It wasn't until later I realized that Krang is just one of many of a race. Like he's not. He's just an evil bastard from that race. Like that race itself is not evil. He's just a asshole. Well, that's that's because we when we were growing up, we first got introduced to Krang through the cartoon, which they didn't really show any other Utroms. Really yeah, Utroms, yeah. And um, there was a whole race of them, and that originated back in that original Mirage run. It was a whole race of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you've gone to, which I always like the way they say this, it's called Starbase, where no turtle has gone before, and I, I can't mm-hmm. do the voice like Gabe does, but it still made me smile. It's just, I love the way they introduce it. Yeah. This is I where like, you go uh, like a futuristic space space. It's a really cool level. Like, for some reason, it's just, I mean, it has freezing floors, and you fight you fight one of my favorite, which I just thought about this now, but my one of my favorite footballs as a kid, for some stupid reason, were the, the guys in all the white suits with the whips. And <laughs> I don't, you know, now like, eh, but I like killing them. I just enjoy kicking their asses when they come on screen. And I felt the, they, they weren't uh, a very common. I feel like those were the, some of the more pain in the ass ones too. Yeah. Oh, and the orange BDSM ones. foot soldiers. <laughs> I like the white. BDSM. I like the orange ones too. Uh, with the is it is it called the weapon kunai with chain? Is that what it's called? I don't know. The thing with the okay. Well, there's orange foot soldiers you fight in this game, which I always like them. I always enjoyed fighting them and killing them. Oh, you're talking about the ones with? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know. I can't. I can't remember that weapon is actually called. I thought it was, unless I'm thinking of the Yu-Gi-Oh card called Kunai with Chain. <laughs> but get up, Scorpion, get over here. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, them. I really did. Oh, that's, I, this is pretty cool. I just love this game. You know, that's that's all there is to it. But I all, I mean, as I replayed the the fight with Krang, which is the final fight with Krang for this, I don't, I don't care for it particularly. It's one of my least favorite boss fights in this game for some because it's just annoying to me where he's yeah, in that yeah. little spaceship i didn't enjoy it too much long my favorite. a lot longer than it needs to be because he's constantly teleporting across the screen and you can't fucking hit him yeah and we should also mention that as you go along in this game all the bosses start to accumulate more health so like right now at this point oh crane's yeah. got a shit ton of health and so does shredder as well if i believe if i'm remembering correctly he does yeah, so it's the battle takes a little bit too long. I mean, it's it should have been more like a short fight, like in um like X Men Arcade or Simpsons Arcade, or at least something to telegraph that you're damaging them better than just like bars that don't really make any sense. Because when you hit them, the bars don't disappear as if you like when you when you attack them. It's just over time when you do enough damage, then they start to disappear, and it's like okay, well can't really track that it's it's yeah, a weird I, yeah i'd rather have the bars than just have the enemy start glowing redder and redder and keep blinking faster to show mm-hmm. you can look at like an x-men so 
Well, just something, you know, just something better, because those bars also don't really sufficiently explain how much damage you're doing to them. I mean, yeah. at times, it, om- it almost makes you feel as if they're immune to some of your attacks. Like, well, oh, shit, should I not do that again? Because it doesn't yeah. seem like it's affecting them. Exactly. This fight, mm-hmm. I felt it the most, where I didn't even know I was hitting them sometimes, other than you hear that, or whatever sound it makes when you hit them, I can't do it. But, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it it didn't really feel like it with this fight. This fight just felt like it took longer than it should. And then he starts dropping out little robot things that chase after you. I know they have a name, but I don't remember what they're called. I just, it's just, this is what, this is probably, this is definitely my least favorite boss fight. I was just not enjoying any part of it, especially yeah, one agree. player. Cause when two players, you can kind of like each grab a side and get him where one player, it's hard to hold on to him and hit him a lot of times to keep him track, keep the stun lock. I know in two players you can a lot more. Mm-hmm. This is true. And then you finally end your time travel with the next level, which I don't, I mean, any, every time you beat a level, which we didn't really mention yet, there's always like this green portal screen that goes and there's some little music as the turtle is kind of flying through into a different area, a different area. And then you finally go back to New York and then you, and then you see the Statue of Liberty finally. 1992. <laughs> and I, was was Super Shredder in the comics, or was he originally in the movie? That was uh, the second movie original. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I I remember as a kid, like when I first saw this in, in this Turtles game, I remember thinking it was super awesome. Oh, I still think he's super awesome. I and mean, when he's wearing the, all the purple, he's got all the blades on him. I love Super Shredder. Super Shredder always looked badass. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. regular Shredder is a pansy in the original cartoon. My God, he's just a wuss like character. <laughs> compared to what he is like the 2003 cartoon i mean they really made him so much cooler than but the 1987 he's garbage yeah <laughs> i don't like shredder in the original cartoon it's very hard to fear a guy named shredder who <laughs> cracks corny jokes and you've already tossed into a garbage truck before <laughs> so that's out of first movie yeah which is also so <laughs> kind of funny but uh in the well, comics plus, and I, I had remember... as a kid yes I was just going to say, if I remember in the comics, I think they killed him in the first issue is what happens. Well, originally that was the plan because the, the first issue was supposed to be a one-off. You know, right. they, oh. they, they had the villain, they killed him off, and the story, we're done. But it was so popular that they continued and continued and continued. And, and for a while, you don't see Shredder in those comics for a long time because in their mind, oh, we killed his ass off, what's the point? But when they brought him back, that was when the comics really got interesting again back in those Mirage days. Mm -hmm, Because they were just printing their own comics. Like, they weren't part of a publication or something. So when they started realizing people are buying this, then I think that's when they started Mirage, right? Or is Mirage something they joined? No, it was something... uh, Well, the the whole reason behind the name to begin with was it was called Mirage Studios. And the reason they called it Mirage is because they just did it out, like, out of their apartment or whatever it was. They didn't actually right, yeah. have a real studio. It was like a Mirage. Right. They were self-publishing, basically. Right. So and I, all... I think that was on the first issue also. Oh, that's cool. They're also, like, all the original comics were all black and white, too. And, yes, like, and... originally the Turtles all were supposed to have the same color, which was supposed to be red. They didn't have the cool colors that we all know now at that time. Right. Yeah, and you, sit, you saw the only time you knew that their color, colors were red outside of maybe mentioning it in the comic was seeing it on the covers. And have fun, and when you're reading that Mirage run, 
really trying to figure out who the hell was talking because you you got to <laughs> like really search like does this guy have a weapon in his hand does he have a weapon on his side because i don't know who the hell that is <laughs> yeah it, it it is difficult i read a bunch of this early run back in a while um like maybe five years ago or so i tried to i was trying to read a lot of it but i got stuck it, it's it's interesting oh but yeah. as we were talking about with the super shredder fight I mean, I, I thought this fight was cool. I mean, it's one of those balls where you just got to hit him a bunch of times. He can he can, he can can burn you. He can freeze you. But he can also do an attack that you haven't seen at all. He can turn you into a baby turtle. Just a little green thing at you, and you turn into a baby turtle. And I, I just, I think it's so funny. It hurts a lot, <laughs> but, but it's funny. Animation-wise, I thought it was cool as hell how they did it. Everything. I mean, the sprites in this game are amazing. Like, even to this day, they still look so clean, and the game just so you know, fast paced and, and, and in his turtles. I mean, in a way it's kind of timeless. I mean, it, it has that cartoon look to it. it. That's what they were shooting for. I mean, it really can't age much more than it already has. No, I mean, I was surprised how much this held for a game from that, from the nineties. Like it, it, for a Super Nintendo game, it still held up great that I still had a blast playing it. And I didn't, it didn't feel like I was playing something morelic. It didn't feel like, oh, we played NES games on the show. And we even played some Genesis games starring a, a Cape Crusader that really, to me, felt really aged. But maybe if I didn't play them as a kid. But this game did not feel aged. It still felt clean, great. It was still awesome. Unlike the yeah. reshelled version. <laughs> I mean, uh, other than maybe a little bit of slowdown, I don't know if you guys kind of noticed that, especially like on the Neon Knight Rider. You know, I was noticing some slowdown now and then. But I think I don't that's think the I, only flaw that I really noticed. I don't think that happened to me, but I do know what you're talking about. I do know what can happen to me game mm-hmm. yep it's one of those i mean it, it it is nice to be able to go back and play something you know straight up from my childhood and i know there's also like a versus mode in this game too which i never played and never will play <laughs> yeah that's something <laughs> i never explored okay yeah there's a first mode in this game and one game i want to briefly mention which will never be on this show but there actually is a turtles 5 that came out after this game called tournament fighters mm-hmm. which is garbage i played it oh. i played it at one point during the show just for the I'm, hell of it uh, i just i'm just here to announce too that i'm putting that on my list for next season mike <laughs> it has a story mode but <laughs> it does it really mode? yes i do does. not remember that it's garbage i uh all right i, I <laughs> any last thing before we go to shelter box you guys want to say about this game um, uh, excellent what? tubular <laughs> radical 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 um, radical oh, <laughs> I did not get that, oh. that reference did you don't it's... get it no I don't get it it's from the first movie when they were baby turtles yeah learn how to talk it's been a long time <laughs> um, but I, I can say that the level design I felt was a bit bland on most of them. I know they tried to switch it up by like, like when it came to the sewers in the second level dropping in there, or when it came to the ship, like uh, on the pirate ship and the planks and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I just felt like there wasn't enough variety. I mean, you didn't jump up to anything. Turtles are ninjas. Like, why aren't they jumping up to higher levels? I mean, they had that stuff in Double Dragon. Why couldn't they have it in this? You know, it was just a, like a one straight plane from left mm-hmm. to right. This is a better game. Well, Why Double Dragon. Hold, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode, but yeah. Right. 
besides that, uh, I, I just felt the, the levels were, I don't know, a bit short. I felt like something like a Final Fight 3 had longer, more fleshed out levels in, in some cases. Uh, I just felt they were a bit short. Yeah, they are short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that some of them benefited from that. Like some level, levels weren't as interesting as others, so they kind of benefited from being short. But other ones I would have liked to have seen longer. Like the uh, Neon Lights one, that was my favorite level, just because it looked very cyberpunk. So I kind of wish that one was longer, but it doesn't matter. I, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I think it's just an arcade game that they put on the Super Nintendo. Well, and at the end of the day, that is what it is. Um, what would you guys say your favorite level was overall? I know you just said yours, but Mike, what about yours? Uh, definitely the train level. What the... It's because of the music. God, I can't believe I said that on the show. Yes, I like the music in a game, and that's why I like the level. <laughs> but I think it's just, I mean, again, this is all just nostalgic hitting me full, and I think as a kid, for some reason, I thought the train was just so damn cool, and I still like the train level a lot. And I just like Leatherhead. I like I like Gators, and Leatherhead is awesome to me. <laughs> I like oh, Gators. Cool. <laughs> I do. I've always liked gators. I thought alligators are such a cool animal in crocodiles and everything. They're just so cool. No, I agree. The I kid in me is coming out say when I played this game. Well, it's the, it's the kid in me came out. Like I, I was back. It felt like the ten. You know, got I must have been when this game came out ninety two. I mean, let's see, I got ninety two, ninety three. I must have. You know, I was like five, six years old or so, somewhere around there. Seven. I don't remember. I don't want to figure we out were, the math. We were five. Not so good <laughs> with the math. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just it's just that's something that, sh- that stuck with me I, and again I think the big reason I like Leatherhead because of that stupid comic which I did find when I was googling earlier for those that are curious what I was talking about um, it was called TMT Adventures it was a collective series and for some reason on the cover has a giant cow a giant floating cow head that, that it's called a like cowlick I think is the name of the character when I was a kid I hid in that damn cow yeah and he, 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 he eats them <laughs> Or he sucks them in his mouth, and then he like they transport to different worlds or something. It's really dumb. I yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know why I remember that, but I do. When I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, that book was awesome. I don't think that book was awesome looking back, but to me, it was great. So, yeah, just go read the Mirage comics. Those ones are good. <laughs> I tried. They're, they are worth reading. I mean, maybe the TMT Adventures one held up better than what I remember. But it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do. Uh, yeah. But I just remember I opened Super them up. And I, I bought, I bought a bunch of them. I was gonna get most of the run. Then I started reading. I went, oh, I'm good. Let's put yeah, hit the brakes down. on that for sure. Mirage or IDW, man. That's that's your saving grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're oh, still going strong too. Yeah, no. At some point, we probably will do one of our combat episodes. Will be one of the turtle comics from IDW at some point. I think. Yeah, definitely. So, because we we both want to, we all want to read them. All right, I think it's time that we should move on to Shelfer Box because we have talked about this game in the time that you could probably beat this game two times already during the during the course of the podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go first with Shelfer Box. I think it's obvious this game's going on my shelf. I I think it's amazing. I still enjoy it. It's a fun game if you just want to play something quick. It's a good ass beat 'em up. It has a little bit of difficulty to it if you're playing legit, <laughs> unlike me. But it's not like overly, it doesn't feel overly difficult. It doesn't feel overly cheap. It's still fun. 
I mean, there's no way to really get a hold of it. So I'll just say find a way to play it any way you can. I'll just go with that because you ain't buying this game anywhere. It is in an old PS2 game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Mutant Nightmare has an emulated version of this game in there. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, there's not... You're really not going to find this anymore. It's not around because... Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, but it's going on the shelf, and I'm so glad that we were able to have it on the shelf. All right, how about you, Stefan? Yeah, I'm going to put it on the shelf. Um, This time I was able to finish the game without having some little annoying kid next to me turn it off after five minutes. So I, I, if for anyone who doesn't know, I constantly listen to video game music. I listen to it when I'm in the shower. I listen to it when I'm exercising. I listen to it during other things. And, uh, Hmm. one of the, one of the, uh, you know, like playing (laughs) Nintendo, but, um, one of the, uh, one of the things that I always listen to and I always go back to is the soundtrack of this game because it is phenomenal. I like if I if it was a one out of ten, I'd give it like twelve stars. I mean, it's amazing. So it would go on my shelf simply for that, if that's all I had to use. But because I like genuinely like the game as a beat 'em up, I'm gonna put it on my shelf also for that. Because Turtles Turtles back then was uh, I mean, it was so damn popular, it was everywhere. I loved it. Mike loved it. I think Red loved it. He's still reading the comics, so you know it's still going strong. It's it's a great game. I suggest everyone go play it. So yeah. Well, the answer. So well, you you brought a question up that I was going to say, and I wanted, to, and I have to ask now. So when you instead of lighting candles, you what music do you put on instead to, to set the mood? Is it the train level? <laughs> <laughs> I just like no. hearing those dinosaur noises, you know. <laughs> <laughs> come on baby don't get you excited oh. <laughs> how about you red well um through the course of this podcast i think it's pretty obvious where i kind of lean when it comes to turtles and and how i might feel about this game um i mean this game in itself just encapsulated especially at the time and back in 92 just what turtles was all about it's about kids having fun and, and just being, you know, really into something they love. And they, and they just captured the cartoon so well, implemented the new movie that came out, you know, well enough, and, and it didn't hurt it at all. So this is a game that I'm, I'd am i rather play with friends. I'm not a big beat-em-up fan of playing it solo. Um, but it's something that I would definitely put on the shelf with everything else I have collected for Turtles. This would go up there right with it. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's an amazing game. Yeah. And I think it's I think that kind of wraps up. I think it's time we should introduce what game we're playing for next week's episode. Uh unfortunately Stuart Man isn't here to introduce it due to internet <laughs> issues. And everything else has been going that can go wrong goes wrong when it when it when it rains and pours here. But we're gonna be playing mm-hmm. Tomb Raider Two. I think it's Adventures of Laura Croft. I think it's the whole the full title. Uh, yeah, I think it has a little subtitle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're playing that. We're we're gonna be playing that for the next episode. So stay tuned for that. That was Stewart's pick. So it should be should be very interesting. Uh, that's all I I, I gotta say about. <laughs> Wait till next week. Uh, we're gonna have a really 
there's gonna be a lot to say about that game oh yeah <laughs> and for those that have been following who like i some people said i never put anything on the shelf i put the last couple games on the shelf so far this one soul reaver silent hill metroid <laughs> yeah it should be interesting next week when i get to sit down with Tomb raider too because i played a little bit of it well we'll see what my what my final take is but should be it should be an interesting one all right also <laughs> want to give a quick shout out and thank you to our awesome intro that we have courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney, from his EP Cool Kids Quad EP by the I don't know. You you heard me before. Uh, Go follow him on YouTube. There'll be a link in the show notes. I know. It's funny. <laughs> All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. And Kawabunga. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go. Go, go ninja. Go ninja. Go. <laughs> <laughs>